Hello and welcome back everyone to another episode of the Fat and Happy Podcast. The podcast where I basically talk my mind on current events and any past things I want to talk about. So, this week we had the beginning of 2021. Officially the first week's done. And boy is this off to a rough start. Uh, maybe it's just something with year 2020. Like these 10 years will be something that's going to be hard for us to get through. Because 2020 is not over yet, and I'm a little concerned, <laughs> because we go ahead and start off with the freaking siege on the Capitol, like, oh my dear God. No one, I think, truly saw this coming, okay? I think a lot of people were thinking, oh, this is a possibility of this happening, but even the governor or well, I should say the mayor of Washington, D.C., didn't even prep the Capitol with the National Guard, had, didn't have enough police force there. I think that she was calling a bluff that never actually happened. And I know I was at work when this was happening, and we were all very, very, like, getting updates as everything was happening. And it was fascinating to us that all this was even possible. And of course, we've had all the memes coming in of like just how easy it was for them to get in. But truly, it is incredible just how easy it was for them to get in. And it's, it's very disturbing. Um, but we had so much happen in such a short span. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of the blue, it just disappears. I think that was the one thing I was not expecting to have out of this whole capital thing is we have all these people like coming in and looting everything and oh here we go we're at Nancy Pelosi and we're taking this like the main stand of the house speaker but then it just happens to just disappear as soon as the National Guard is called it's just like what the heck I thought these proud boys were going to be fighting for their honor. But no, as soon as you throw a threat out there, apparently they are out of there. I found that to be really, really fascinating. How as soon as there's some police force that's actually going to do something, everything changes. And that's the whole fact. There's been multiple videos coming out of just how little the police really tried to prevent this. One video I saw was of a like they were about ready to start sieging in on the main steps leading up to the Capitol. And in that video, there was only one guy pepper spraying. And then guess what? There's a guy in the crowd trying to pepper spray the police. It's just like it's equal firepower. That should never happen. That should never happen. It should always be that the police have so much more in their arsenal and artillery that they can always overpower any kind of mob in a situation like that. The fact that it was able to happen, and so easily, and that there wasn't more casualties, is just mind-boggling to me. Because we do go, and I will pull the Black Lives Matter movement, if you do look at the statistics and you look at the footage, the amount of casualties and the amount of arrests 
is so much higher with the Black Lives Matter movement. Anytime that they go out and do a protest, there's instantly going to be more deaths. There's going to be more arrests than in a situation like this where that was an attack on the nation's capital. That is a huge thing. That's just absolutely ginormous. But no one cares. And it's just... That's mind-boggling to me. Because I go back, okay? I go back in time to when the Black Lives Matter movements were happening. And I made a video talking about how I was against the looting and everything like that. I still am. Still very much am. The fact that they got into the Capitol and they started looting like uh, Nancy Pelosi's stuff, like her laptop is still missing, I believe. That's terrible. But I don't endorse the looting on the Black Lives Matter side either. The one thing, though, that you do look at is the whole fact that there was so much more aggression from the police side of things from the Black Lives Matter movement. The only thing that I will say that I've noticed is different was the die-down. The die-down from the Black Lives Matter movement was a lot more gradual than this on the Capitol. The Capitol seemed to die out like immediately. It was like, whoa, okay, end of the game. Everyone's off the field. The Black Lives Matter one, I, I feel like, went almost through the night. Didn't really end immediately, so maybe that accounts for some stuff. But I think that kind of goes besides the point. The amount of deaths that were there were, if you look at the both sides of this whole thing, there's a lot more African-American casualties, a lot more African-American arrests. And I'm, I am very much more awake after this event happened. Because I've always been on the side of doubt of there's got to be more to stories. There's got to be more to this. I need to see more facts. I don't need to see any more facts than what I just saw. I don't understand how in the heck we progress on when things like this are able to happen. And it's honestly not going to happen under the presidency of Donald Trump. That is for damn sure. If you want a country divided, we have never been more divided than we are right now. And that is shameful. And I don't really know how we recover at this point. I really don't. I don't think Joe Biden's going to unify us by a long shot. I think the only person who actually stood a chance of unifying this country truly would have been Barack Obama. But yet, we are still so stuck in a mindset of racism that we just can't move on. And I just, I'm so, so lost as to what we do. I mean, this is not an easy problem to solve. And I don't think any single person can truly unify this country with who we have currently in the arsenal. I mean, if you look at our world leaders, I don't think there's really anybody who really stands out as a pure saint. I truly do believe that Barack Obama was the best that we had. But his time's done. Sure, Joe Biden was his vice president and probably the next best thing. But Joe is very old. He is forgetful. And I'm, I'm not sure how great of a president he will be. 
I don't think he's the best option that we had. I don't think that Donald Trump should have ever been put back up there on the podium for the Republican Party. The whole fact that the political system puts what they want out there instead of what the American people want is just one of the parts that's wrong with America. The political parties will always put who's going to follow their agenda best up there for the presidency. They're not going to put who the American people want. And if you don't, if you haven't noticed that yet, definitely pay attention in the next election. Whoever you want and whoever is going to be more for the American people rather than big business is not going to get the nomination. Never will. Okay. It just will not happen. They have to find an equal balance between what they think can win the election and what will stay and pass bills for big business. That's why a common American would never stand a chance in this is because you would not be for the big business. You would not be like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, half a million dollars to this for some bullcrap reason. A common American wouldn't do that. But the the Republican and Democratic parties have these different organizations that they throw money at. The NRA is heavily a Republican Party thing. They get money from them. That's just how that works. Um, it's very much like trying to protect the gun rights. They keep throwing money at the Republican Party. They make sure the gun rights are fine. So that way they can keep on making money. Uh, that is just how politics work. Uh, I wish more people were a little bit more taught on that. Um, I was very, very blessed with how I got taught in uh, high school on government. The teacher that I had was very much, very much like, this is how it is. There's nothing you can do about it. This is just how it is. Uh, wish it wasn't, but nothing we could do. So where a lot of other people are basically just taught what they would like to be taught, which is that everything is all peaches and cream. And that's, uh, that's not how the world works. Uh, just like we had, I'm going to butcher the hell out of this. Um, just today on me uh, doing the podcast. So it would be yesterday when you guys hear. Shrewa Jaiwa. That's actually pretty close, probably. Shrewa Jaiwa. Oh my god. The last part's Jawa. It's S R I W I J A Y A. Shrewi Jawa. Shri Jawa. I'm going to go with that. Air Flight 182. We just had a plane go down. This is still 2020 Part 2, people. Uh, on this flight, I think there's like maybe like 62 people. Let me look it back up. Um, it was, uh, yeah, 62 people on board. And I believe that all of them passed, passed away in this crash. It was like, did a freaking nosedive almost from what I was hearing. And this plane, a lot of people are saying that this thing was up in the air since 1994 and that that's the main problem. I'm not totally convinced on that. Uh, refurbishing a plane, is, I think it's just kind of what people do. I've been on very, very old planes before. Uh, it doesn't really scare the heck out of me. But if they weren't doing their checkups on the engines and stuff like that, that's going on the company. But regardless... Wasn't ready for that one to be heard today. I just hopped on Twitter, saw the trending, and I saw that, and I was like, eh, not really surprised. And that's just one thing that I think that we're carrying over from 2020 is that bad news and all this, like, tragedies that are happening just aren't surprising anymore. 
I never thought that we'd get into a world where a huge tragedy would suddenly be something that we're not surprised by. I mean, I'm expecting probably tomorrow there's going to be some riot in Georgia if there's not already one happening right now from the uh, Proud Boys doing their movements, trying to take back the freaking election that has no proof behind it. Just the whole fact that we're just so numb now tells me that we need something to go our way. And I'm really hoping that we can get there with hopefully Joe Biden. Like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of Joe. I'm a worse fan of Trump. But I'm hoping that something can turn around here really, really soon. Although I am really nervous about Inauguration Day. I know that they are saying that they're going to keep the National Guard there just in case something goes down, which I think is an absolutely great idea because we've already seen how bad that went the first time when they weren't prepared. So I think it's uh, probably a good call on their part to go ahead and make sure everything should be fine. But we'll kind of, uh, I'm going to keep my eyes on things on Inauguration Day see what kind of happens but the one thing so far for me in 2020 that's great or 2021 is doing these daily uploads and I kind of want to do a quick breakdown as to why am I doing this what's the purpose of this and do I enjoy this I got into a little bit of an argument with one of my friends, okay, while I was at work, and I'm not truly understanding his side on things, because he called me a sellout, and I'm trying to figure out why he would say that I'm a sellout. I, I still don't understand it. What I've told him is that I am changing the way that I did my content creation, rather than doing what I always wanted to do which was very, very simple, uh, very minimalistic, just trying to pump out as much content as I could without much thought and just trying to ride that bandwagon of trying to get viewers that way, which obviously never worked. Um, I've instead tried to go more towards what I think people would be more interested in, asking around what people would be interested in, doing about three to four times the work per episode. I think the podcast, this right here, is probably the easiest thing that I have to do because there's such minimalistic things I have to do to it. All I got to do is just export the audio. I don't don't edit the podcast uh, hardly at all. I just edit the video together. But as for the actual audio, I do not edit this at all. It should be pretty obvious, I think. But I'm trying to put more effort into what I do to make it more entertaining rather than trying to take the easy route on things. But in the process, I'm also doing things that I never really thought I could do. Being in front of a camera back in 2018 and 2017 even was incredibly difficult for me. I think anyone who's watched my Fat and Happy show or uh, the Fat and Happy, um, it's not even Fat and Happy, my Big Fat Journey knows that I've been very uncomfortable with my self-image. And I even now 
still, even though my confidence is getting boosted, I still suffer with it because I still do view myself as very unattractive, um, that people judge me on my size and everything like that. But, um, I've definitely gotten better with things. So what I used to do is I would always do like gaming content where I didn't have to show my face. I could still try and be entertaining. Um, I could show different things that we were doing on our uh, Minecraft servers, yada, yada, yada on stuff like that. It was very, very plain, basic, simple. Um, I could put it into this timeline, export it, and it would already have the intro and outro put. Um, I could edit everything in like about five minutes an episode. It was that minimalistic. The stuff that I want to do now is a lot more complex. There's not one thing that I go into now where I don't have a script. That is huge. I'm going into everything with a plan now. I'm going into everything knowing what I'm going to say that week. I know what I'm going to be um, or for that episode. I know if I have a dead spot, what I can do to cover that dead spot. I know everything that I can do to keep entertainment alive and what I need to do to get that entertainment value. It's not being fake at all, which is something I'm hugely against. I don't ever want to be something that I'm not. But I definitely want to entertain a lot more than just take a lazy route to output more. The episode that I did yesterday, this will be one of the worst episodes I'll have all year, is a Minecraft episode called I Suck at Killing Creepers. Even though I know that video is not going to do that great. It's a great video. It is. I put a lot of effort into it. I edited that thing for three, I think about three and a half hours. Because that is how much dedication I have into doing what I'm doing now. Because I could take the easy route and I could not have a montage sequence of me killing and failing. Um, oh, hello. But, see, I should probably edit that out, but I'm not going to edit that out. Um, but I'm going to, like, take that extra time and really try and make something entertaining. So that way, even people who don't like Minecraft, can still get entertainment out of it. I want to make it so that way anybody can tune into any episode at any point in time and get some entertainment. I think the podcast is the only thing that would be a niche. Niche? Niche? I know it's spelled N-I-C-H-E. How do you say it? Is it a niche? Niche? This is a, that. This is a, These are the questions I need answered, people. But it's a niche market. Because not everyone has Spotify. Not everyone has a half an hour out of their day to listen to someone ramble. But most people have like 10 minutes out of their day to watch something. We, we are now a society where instead of reading or listening, we enjoy watching more than we enjoy anything. Because we have more visual stuff. The mind is can go a little bit more numb because it doesn't have to process as much. Listening to me right now, you have probably me visualized talking in a different setting and you want to know something let's let's make today's setting like a rainforest i'm in the middle of a rainforest with a nice mahogany table and a microphone in front of me and milo's playing around in the trees there's your visual 
Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to put a lot more effort into what I do, even though the podcast is the easy one that I do. And that's only once a week. That's it. But I'm trying to do the best that I can so that way anybody can get entertainment out of anything. I want to make it so that way someone who is 60 years old and sees, ah, watch the hell's Minecraft, can go in there and be like, oh, that actually looks kind of fun. I should get that for the grandkids, even though the grandkids already have it. Anyone who doesn't have Minecraft right now is way behind the game. It's the number one selling game, isn't it? I think it finally passed Tetris. Maybe. I'm not sure on that one. But... Regardless, I don't think changing my style is selling out. I'm, t- I'm trying to adhere to an audience while still being happy with what I'm making. Because originally I was like making different content, trying to pump it out. I, w- I could do like two episodes a day if I wanted to, if I had the upload speed. But at the same time, what I was producing was stuff that I wasn't truly happy with. But it, it did. It, it was like, it was okay. It, it, it passed. That's all it was, though. Where what I'm doing now has a lot more entertainment value. It feels a lot more structured. It feels a lot more like this is something that people would want to watch. And I don't think that's selling out. If I was unhappy with what I was doing, then I would feel like, yeah, that's selling out. Doing something that you don't enjoy just to adhere to an audience is definitely selling out, I feel. Or getting a sponsorship, stuff like that. Speaking of which, I am looking to potentially get a sponsorship. We'll cover that more potentially next week, but most likely tomorrow. I'll mention it in the uh, the fat and the, my big fat journey. So anyone who's curious about that. But I don't, I, I don't know. It, it turned into a little bit of a heated argument, not going to lie. It ended up with me and my bro going, hey, love you, love you too. But it was a little heated there for a bit. Because I don't take kindly to people insulting me like that. Because I felt like that, that was kind of like a personal attack. Hey, you're selling out. No, I'm not. Anyways, though. So. Week one under the belt of doing the daily episodes. And I feel really, really good about it. I feel like this is something that I can go ahead and keep on doing. It's just, I think down the road, I'm going to be expanding to things that I'm not even thinking about now. I do want to bring up skits at some point. I have a couple good ideas written down. And it's just, it's something that I want to do, but it's acting. So it's something I'm, I've never really dipped my toes into. Like, I could do a whole voice acting segment right now. But it's different when you start acting in front of a camera because then you have to like really truly get your facial features down. I've never done theater. I've never done anything like that. So I don't know how I would do with a scenario like that. So we may dip our toes into that little pool of water later down the road. But right now, not that interested. But I do want to do some documentaries down the road. There's one coming up and... I'm pretty sure I need to get on it here really soon. So I think in February is when the deadline will be for that one. And I really, really, I I hate being vague, but I love surprises just that much more. 
Um, and this is one that I've had a script working on for about like, I want to say three years. Like I've been working on trying to do something like this for a while. Um, and then another thing I want to start doing, which I'm waiting on the first one to arrive is I start, I want to start doing like Kickstarter reviews, unboxing, so that way I can be a little bit more informative on different things. I also would like to eventually, potentially, do some stuff on uh, playing cards. I want to I want to cover more of that type stuff, um, because not a whole lot of people do playing cards. Um, but it, it is there's an audience out there for it. So I would definitely like to pursue that route potentially. And we'll just see. I'm still trying to find the date of this stupid thing. I'm trying to figure out when I got out of the hospital for when I got diagnosed with ITP, which I thought was, am I in the wrong year? This is stupid. Um, yeah, because it wasn't that far back. But they're like, on, I'll put it this way. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. See, this is where I should edit this, but I'm not going to edit this. Okay, so January 22nd is my deadline um, for trying to get this video out. It's basically going to be a three years later documentary. No, two years. Two years later documentary on from when I got diagnosed with ITP. And when I got cured, because I wanted to cover every last little bit of footage that I recorded during then, and what I've learned since then. Want to hold? I want to do a whole thing on it, because there's not a lot of people who had ITP. There's not a lot of people who know about it. I'd love to increase awareness on it. I'd love to like educate people on what I went through and how scary that was, and how blessed I was to get out of it as fast as I did. I want to change what I did before to something new that people would want to watch. Some new entertaining things. And if that's selling out, so what? I sold out. I don't give a crap. <laughs> but I want to stop producing crap and wasting YouTube's memory okay i want to stop wasting their storage and start truly trying to make some very cool things and if i come over here to social blade i want to see how many videos do i have uploaded because i have uploaded a crap ton of videos 847 is what i'm at right now so welcome to episode 848 um i definitely want to get to that thousand mark by the end of the year i definitely do and I'm really, really excited to see where we end at the end of the year. I think that this is going to be a good year for the channel. I really want to push it. The other thing I'd love to do is I'd love to find a gaming group. Like, I love Daniel. I love Ben. But I wish I had other content creators that I could work with. That's something that I desire a lot. I feel like I could get along with a group. I feel like I could pr produce some good content with them. But I just wish there's like different angles on stuff. But I feel like in order for me to do that, 
I need to be able to upload and live stream. Live streaming is such a big thing right now. Unfortunately, guess what? Can't live stream. Living out in the middle of nowhere. But tis what it is. Nothing I can do about that. I will say, though, I just found out one stat. Video views for the last 30 days. 21,016 views. That is a lot of freaking views. I didn't realize it. That it was that much. Jesus. Um, and my current subscriber count is 3,790. When did that happen? I was at three. Is it really? Is it really? No, it isn't. 3,793. Okay. I was going to say, I thought I had three more subscribers than that. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. We're getting to that 30 minute mark. I think at this point, I'm just kind of filling for the dead air. So I'm going to go ahead and stop wasting you guys' time. Thank you guys very much for tuning into this week. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll get a little bit cheerier. I kind of want to bring up some past stories of what I've done in the past, especially my middle school stories. Those are really, really fun ones. And I have a couple college ones that are really funny, too. But I want to do some like entertaining stories along the way with this. And eventually, I do want to bring some people in. I want to do some interviews on here um, of different like what people have experienced in their lives. But we'll have to get to that when we get to that, which is not today. So thank you guys very much for the continued support. Hopefully you guys have a great day. And I'll see you guys back here next week for another episode of the Fat and Happy Podcast. A good night.